Cambridge Breakfast with Linda Ness. Across our university city and South Cambridgeshire. Cambridge 105 Radio. Something we talk about a lot on Cambridge 105 Radio are the congested roads in Cambridge. This, of course, has a huge impact on our bus services. And we're joined this morning by David Bowden, Business Development Director at Stagecoach East and Chairman of the CP Bus Alliance. That's the Trade Association for Bus Operators in Cambridgeshire and Peterborough. Thank you very much for joining us this morning, David. And thank you for inviting me onto the show, Linda. It's such a chicken and egg situation, isn't it, David? We want to leave our cars at home or at the park and rides, but it slows us down that much that we can't really do it. And as long as we all drive in, the buses will still take ages to get through the traffic. How do we get through this? Definitely, Linda. Well, well, Linda, if I may, please, there are two things I think is really important to talk about. One is reliability. That is us as bus operators providing a driver and a vehicle for every single journey. And your listeners must and keep holding our feet to the fire for doing that. And certainly in Stagecoach's case, for example, we now have 10 training buses we're okay for drivers, um, vehicles, we keep the pressure on there. So in terms of reliability, we're pulling out every stop to be able to do that. However, punctuality, running those buses on time, is where our problem is. First of all, Linda, we have a major problem with um, utilities digging up the roads. Now, we need development in the city, and we want to support development in the city, and the hard-working Cambridge Council team do their best to try and do whatever they can within the law to mitigate impacts on us. But the problem we have at the moment, Linda, is that we, we have an awful lot of services that have been cancelled for no other reason other than due to these utility companies digging up the road, the buses can't get in punctually, mm-hmm. so we have to cancel services to get them back on time. And just before Christmas, A to B, one of my alliance members, put a graphic out, a brilliant one, that showed every major key route into the city having roadworks on it somewhere. Now, in terms of something's got to change, Linda, because whoever and however buses are running in the city, if we can't get them punctual, we'll never break out of the cycle we're in. And we do strongly feel as bus operators that more can be done for the utility companies to be held to account to take more care in terms of the impact they're having on services. Have you any ideas about how that could be done? Have you any kind of solutions about that? Do you think it's a case of minimising the, the amount that's going on at one time or something like that? Linda, I don't know if you remember the Heineken beer advert of a few years ago where you have a man digging up the roads uh, to put a gas bed in and an electric man comes on and says, excuse me, mate, can I put my electric cable in at the same time as you? Can I put my telephone cable at the same time as you. Yeah. And what it is, Linda, the utility companies, sadly, don't ever sit down and go, well, actually, the UK power networks, for example, there's two parts of that, statutory bit and the other bit. Well, part of the problem, the statutory bit never talks to the other bit. So even if those two bits could talk together and say, right, we need to put these massive power cables through the city, how could we coordinate our work so the workers in a shorter space of time and yes, you end up probably with more disruption for a shorter space of time. But if it means we're seeing the light at the end of the tunnel, something actually changing. And I'll give you one example. On the one service, the busiest, most important bus route in Cambridge, uh, linking Arbury through Addenbrooke to town, 
in the run-up to Christmas, you know, other than December itself, we have solid delays as, first of all, UK Pound dug up the road at Hills Road at Hobbiton College, even though there was a planned dig up by the campus at Addenbrooke's. Then there was Yellow Road, then there was Cherry Hinton Road, you know, in Cherry Hinton. Then you had Springstead Village, you know, doing what they love to do on the roundabout there. And what you get is solid ongoing disruption. And and, and your listeners and our customers, we are truly sorry for the disruption, Linda, your listeners and our customers have. And this is why we're fighting so hard to say what can be done is these utility companies have to have the legal right to go onto the highway. An emergency works, fair enough. Mm-hmm. But in terms of land works, we have a manifesto as bus operators, and that is that before they get a street works permit, they should have to demonstrate in writing that Cambridge Water, UK Powernet, or whoever, know the bus services that they're having impact on. What specifically have they done to try and mitigate that impact? How have they worked with other utility companies to try and coordinate with us? And yes, Linda, it will cost them more because they will have to get subbies to work together and things like that. Mm. But look, it's the lifeblood of the city, Linda, is not getting through to deliver people to the city centre. We're never going to move forward. So our manifesto is just those three simple points. And really, it's also about utility companies just caring about the impact they're having on our customers. Because I think what frustrates us as bus operators is we don't feel they care enough. I'm going to give you one example. Cambridge Water basically had to replace old ironworks in Girton Village. has to be done, get that 100%, and it was done on Sundays. But because of where it was, it cut Girton Village off completely for two consecutive Sundays, so no bus service could get through. But trying to talk to representatives of Cambridge Water and say, OK, so what are you prepared to do? Are you prepared to get a community bus or something to shuttle people to buses, it was a no. So it's really about trying to get the utility companies just to care a little bit more than them. Yeah, it's almost like they need an alliance, a bit like you're doing with yes. the other bus operators. That's <laughs> definitely the that. And that's one of the reasons why we formed the alliance is, look, we want to deliver better buses now for the people of Cambridgeshire. The mayor, the GCP and others have got an exciting, dynamic vision to take buses forward. But going back to that reliability versus punctuality, through the CP Bus Alliance, we can get our act together on reliability. We can also still compete with each other, but we can ask the mayor and others for what their key asks are in terms of buses and work together in a competitive way still to deliver on those asks of the key civic leaders. But what we then need through the alliances on punctuality something's got to change in the approach on utilities because if we're doing all this good work and the mayor's got this a really dynamic exciting vision the deputy mayor as well and all the civic leaders if we can't get the buses punctually into the city none of that exciting development and the ability for us to actually make something change ever happens yeah and look so 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 it might just be the, the, the public opinion saying to the big utility companies care about us bus passengers please I believe that recently you tracked some buses to spot the difference between the timetable yes. journey and the actual journey. Tell us about that. Yes, it was on our service aid. Um, and going up Hisman Road into the city, um, we had buses that were taking double, maybe triple the amount of time that they were scheduled to do. And, you know, so that could be a 10-minute journey and it's taking anything up to 40, 50, 60 minutes plus. Mm. 
Now, people say, why don't you just put a bus in? But whoever and however you run buses, Linda, the average cost of a bus is anything up to 210, pounds a year. And if you work on the basis of that, you roughly get about £1.90 per customer going on that bus. If you do the maths, you need about 150,000 new passengers to pay for every bus you put in the network. And if you don't kill the problem of people digging up the city in an uncoordinated manner, all you're going to do is put another bus in to sit in the same traffic queue. Yeah. Whereas what you need is that same change in approach. And, and yes, um, you know, there's a lot of people wanting to build in the city. We get that. But it just needs to be, if you want to build in the city, think about the impacts you're having on the people who live in the city who want to be able to get on a bus. Do you know how Cambridge fares in comparison to other cities? Have anyone has anyone come up with a, a solution to this, do you think? Yes. If we if we look at what good looks like, Linda, I would highlight first of all in uh, Nottingham. Nottingham's very pro bus. And Nottingham's one of the third, few places in the country which has seen solid passenger growth post-COVID because all the approach to utilities, car parking, all the strategies all work in sync together and buses can have competitive journey times. In Manchester, there you have uh, the Streetworks team embedded in the PTE and basically they just refuse permits to anybody who doesn't offer some mitigations to make life better for bus operators. So there are examples of best practice and I don't want to be disrespectful. They're very hard working with Cambridge County Council staff who do this. But they have such a barrage from all these people who want to dig the road up, banging the table, going, my statutory right, my statutory right. Mm. And really what we're trying to do as bus operators through the Alliance is stand shoulder to shoulder with the Cambridge County Council team to say, no, excuse me, utility companies and builders. Yes, we want you in the city to build the city, but you have to do it in a more considerate way than you're currently doing. That does sound like the answer, really. But let's hope something can be done to make bus journeys better. David Bowden, thank you very much for joining us on Cambridge Breakfast this morning. Thank you. Thank you. Cambridge 105 Radio.